0: Hello everyone, welcome to Ouija Cast. This is episode, I want to say 24 and a half, but it's episode 25. And this evening, we don't have a guest. Just got the two of us. Just Hello. Dave and I. And Just the two of us. We can make it if... I'm not even going to attempt. Just, oh, please don't, please don't. Just no. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's been a while. Um, feeling a bit lonely over here. We don't have a guest for a change, but uh, we figured we would have a little catch-up chat. Uh, we've had a lot going on in our lives over the last couple of months, um, which basically we've all both had to focus on, and OuijaCast has had to take a back seat, but don't know we're about back. you, but yeah, we're back, baby. Um, yeah, certainly got a, a bit more time at the moment, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having this wee chat. How's things been with yourself, Andy? What's been going on with you?
0: Well, as you said, Dave, things, things like life has been busy. It's been good fun, but it's been busy. Work's been pretty busy. Been trying to get more time AFK. Now that the roads are open back up again, it's not so dark at night, although it's pitch black now and it's quarter to eight, but starting to get out more driving and things. It's bought a new car since the last time we spoke.
1: You sure did.
0: And sure I'm don't. slowly, slowly mowing down polar... Not mowing down, killing polar bears one tank at a time, but not mowing them down because there would be no car left. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: um, and those petrol prices, uh, I'm sure, are are, are stinging uh, somewhat. Uh, I did have a a, a drive down to security to, in Dundee, up to Dundee, um, which we'll discuss in a bit. It was very nice, uh,
0: but uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It's been 21. We were we were thinking about, talking about this before before we recorded the cast. It's been 21 episodes since Dave and I had an episode together. We had the first three, and then we've had 21 guests since then, or well, 20 guests since then, and then this is the 25th, and or, and or fourth episode that we've had together. Numbers are hard, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's the thing, like, uh, if you imagine, like, 21 people sitting in a room with you, it's quite a big number, and uh, quite humbled to have that many people that have came and spoke to us, and... Told us their story And we're hoping for many more Throughout the rest of the year Um, To give you an update Of where I'm at Because I've had a very fun couple of months Uh, I'm now officially A junior pen tester So Ooh, go
0: go me <laughs> you should put you should put the soundboard of you know the kids are like yay you should put that over
1: <laughs> I, I might just do that <laughs> but uh yep i'm hopefully leaving the world of cyber essentials behind me and i'm now focusing on web application testing which has historically been one of the more difficult aspects of pen testing for me because of uh, not being a web developer, um, other than doing a couple of modules here and there during uni and messing about a little bit with making web pages myself, but uh, thankfully I've been crossing some hurdles. I had a good month of training, and I'm now starting to do some shadows. And uh, I found my first real world vulnerabilities this week, uh, one of which was critical, uh, which. I've got to say, it feels pretty good uh, after such a long grind to try getting here. So to do something that isn't just a vulnerable VM uh, is pretty good stuff, I've got Def- to say.
0: Definitely. I mean, your hard work certainly paying off. We were talking before the cast about cyber essentials and things, and people people say bad things about cyber essentials, and they're probably right, about, right to say them. But equally, you can probably say that you've learned quite a lot from cyber essentials. Maybe not wholly from a technical perspective, but certainly from a consultancy perspective. Would you Mm. say that it's kind of rounded out, or not rounded out, but giving you a bit of a platform to learn more about consulting since you started it?
1: Well, I mean, it's very customer facing and hands on. Uh, I think from what I've gathered, speaking to a lot of other people and a lot of other testers, sometimes you might not even speak to a client, Yep. you know, you, you do your report if it's good enough or there's not enough findings or anything. You might never speak to them or they might just not be interested. Obviously some will ask for a wash up call, which is cool. Uh, But it's definitely given me the confidence to be able to speak to a range of different people working at organizations from, you know, chief technology officers at the very top to just your average Joe using their computer, you know, when I'm testing their machine. Yeah. Um, and, And that is great. And, as much as I'm very much kind of bored of cyber essentials and frustrated by it in many regards, I certainly wouldn't be going into uh, being a pen tester at this moment uh, unless I'd done that. And uh, I've mentioned it before in a number of casts, but yeah, big, big shout out to uh, Carrie Hendricks and co, um, the man that gave me my first job and uh I'm basically now where I set out to be about two and a half years ago, so yeah, it feels good. Um, other stuff that I've been doing, I've been messing about with uh, building phishing pages using jQuery. Um, being being evil, it's great. Uh, being evil, so um, I think I found a cross-site scripting vulnerability, which uh, led me to kind of want to explore beyond alert one and and, and just pop in a box. So yeah a bit of that I was starting to think of like how malicious can we get <laughs> with it and yeah so uh if you jump on my twitter you'll see some of the stuff I've been messing about with fake u a c and s m b login pages uh it's been good fun and yeah yeah that's that's my update since since we last it's since a big, we last on a cast
0: big ol' update and it's great i mean the the cyber essentials leaving it behind great getting onto the kind of pen testing ladder great learning web app testing great creating your own stuff in your free time also great like that's all all great stuff and then in mm. your personal life have you you've been trying to get out more and do more walks and get get kind of fresh air now and again
1: yeah from time to time uh when the weather allows it up here uh yeah okay definitely been trying to get a bit more afk time um Trying to get more exercise in. I've put on more weight since working from home than I have done in my entire life. Like, uh, so
0: it's inevitable.
1: Yeah, it's, inevitable. I, it's well, I mean, I know you try to get out for your, you know, your lunch break every lunch.
0: I do, but uh, it doesn't. <clears throat> excuse me. It doesn't stop me from putting weight on. I've certainly put weight on since since the start of lockdown. And I've certainly put weight on working from home. But I, I tried the whole fitness thing. I tried the wee hack Health, mm. but didn't didn't really enjoy it. So I decided to just bend that off
1: just just not it's
0: <laughs> just, just not yeah
1: that's it yeah um no it's it's, it's definitely good uh, especially with learning so much during the day and after work uh, i think it's important to get some that afk time to let that information you've learned settle into your brain so um no no that is good um it's been a yeah yeah i think we've both had a pretty pretty good three months but Here's to the future. Has it
0: really been three months since the last time we did a cast?
1: I think it might be longer, actually. Well, actually, uh, come to
0: think of it, we were talking about doing a cast before the end of the year, and we're now in March, so it must be th- four months, maybe longer, since the last mm-hmm. time we did a cast, which was Cyber Gibbons we had on last time. Yeah,
1: go yeah. listen to that if you haven't already. That was a, that was a good one. Um, so, Andy and I uh, got away to security in Dundee. Uh, they're Cybersecurity conference. Uh, I believe it's put on by Aberty Hackers Association, yep. and yep. Uh, we had a fantastic time. Uh, I don't know about you, but for me, it was the first time I've been in a room with so many people uh, since since lockdown, and it was an unusual experience concerning to some degree <laughs> at times, but uh, it certainly it was really nice to to be in a room full of people with kind of very similar interests are just as enthusiastic as myself listening to talks and hearing other people's research and making new friends it's been so good uh how was your security and then i'll, I'll, I'll let people know about me
0: yeah it was good it wasn't my first time in a room with people like since lockdown i was at b says london in november which was probably my first conference since the whole pandemic and it's not that the pandemic's over not because politicians say so but it's it's starting to ease a little bit the restrictions are starting to ease a little bit and we're starting to learn to live with things and i really enjoyed security granted i kind of flourish in social situations i'm kind of the complete opposite of the stereotype of hackers (laughs) whereby very introverted and don't like being in crowds, whereas I love being in crowds, I love being in massive social situations, so I really enjoyed it. As a conference, it's fantastic, it was the 10th year this year, so Security mm. X, and I've been to, I think, either 7 or 8 of the, the last 10, so really, really enjoyed it, in particular just getting to see people that I've not seen in 2 plus years, and getting to, you know, just. Chill out. It was also the first security conference, or first the first security that I've been to where I've been teetotal, and I have to say it's still incredibly enjoyable not drinking and being at conferences. Even though people th- hate to think that they can't drink and be at a conferences, it's, it's entirely possible. So
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, at the drinks bar, the the drinks tab was <laughs> pretty high at the open bar, I believe. Um, so I think most people that go to these things do seem to enjoy drink, and a few myself, uh, but. But yeah, it was, just, it, it was just so nice seeing loads of people um, just living a bit of their lives again. Um, I know I, I was enjoying it myself.
0: And, I suppose uh, I suppose you got to put faces to names that you'd seen mm-hmm. like, for example, the, the Cyber gang. Chatted to them online and things, but not really met them in person. I mean, for example, you had Alex on the podcast, and you'd never met him before in, in real life.
1: It was so good, man. It's, it's so unusual. Uh and I'm sure this is a lot of people out there probably have I been mean, similar situations. You meet online, interact on Twitter, maybe jump on Discord for, uh, you know, like DC.
0: Forty-four, one, four, one.
1: Thank you. I never get that right. And uh, yeah, to to put faces to. To names is uh, a really nice experience. Uh, Met Alex, as Andy says, that was on the cast. Uh, Met um, who else? Uh, Morgan, who we've had on the cast as well. Uh, Chris Sutherland, who we've also had on the cast. And uh, yeah, meeting these people in in person is very, very nice. And uh, I'll have another similar experience, uh, although probably even stranger. And on Friday, um, going down to Leeds to meet my colleagues for the first time, uh, ever. Um, so that that's me being as of April, uh, and uh, at Cl- Sec One Clarinet for a year, which is awesome. crazy. <laughs> that time's flown by, but yeah, I've I've never met any of my colleagues, and I'm looking forward to meeting every one of them in person because uh, they they've all been great. They've all been really helpful to me since I started, and um, I think we could all do with Basically,
0: social interaction, Face, yeah, face-to-face it. social interaction,
1: face-to-face social interaction, and uh, uh, I'm very much looking forward to that little trip away. It's been a busy month in that regard. Um, yeah. What talks did you go to, security, Andy?
0: I well, I went to my own. funnily enough, <laughs> I was there. Uh, As it was, was I. My talk went pretty well, I'd say. Uh, I also went to Tia's talk, which was practicing safe sex which was quite interesting. It was I'd so seen... funny.
1: <laughs> she's a fantastic <laughs> presenter. Like the energy, the... Well, she,
0: she's hopefully going to be a podcast guest at Fingers some point. Fingers crossed. I've ch- chatt- chatt- to her, chatt- well, I've been chatting to her on Twitter, and she's quite keen for it, so that'd be, oh, that's that'd cool. be interesting. Uh, yes. But yeah, I went, went to her talk, really enjoyed it. It's the second time I've seen the talk, and it's much... Well, not, not that it was rubbish or, or bad before, but it's much more much more improved than it was the first time I saw it, which was at Security two years ago
1: suppose that's the advantage of maybe doing your talk more than once not least because you've done all the research and it's good to get it out to different audiences but you can kind of iterate upon you know yeah. your presenting style you know uh, w- what you're presenting what what works what doesn't and uh yeah you're just i guess that's how you improve your public speaking and i i've got to say i, I think it was recorded uh no it, it wasn't it wasn't recorded that's a no, shame well the, the, the reason in person
0: yeah the reason that tia uh, does has done that talk three times or four times? Is because one, it's not recorded, and it, as a result, you need to be there to see it. So mm. it's it's very very good. Which, but makes yeah,
1: sense due to the contents of it. Uh, I suppose uh, quite quite sensitive topics, and uh, yeah. But if you get a chance in person, highly highly suggest. Uh, very funny, very informative, and uh, very very well presented. Um, who else did you did you go see?
0: So I saw. I oh, I don't know her last name, but um, a woman who works for Quorum called Elizabeth. Oh, I can't remember her last name, but she talked about Azure from a defensive standpoint and what it's like working as a security analyst. Mm-hmm. And currently, I'm starting to learn a lot about Azure. And I've I've like historically, I've been quite anti-cloud. I've not really wanted to learn much about it. I've just been like, no, nah, because been put off by previous experience with uh, working with people around it. But now I've been kind of taking a positive step forward to learn more about cloud. And her talk was um, talking about the usage of KQL, which is a Microsoft query language for Azure Sentinel, which is Microsoft's Security Instant and Events Management suite. And she was talking about how it works from a defensive standpoint and also how to query it and things. She had a few live demos as well, which was really interesting to see. And nice. it was it was a really good talk. And then after that, I the uh, the final talk of the day that I went to see was uh, Mikey Jack. He was talking about OPSEC, um operational security, but not from an information security perspective. Uh, he was he he basically did a case study on the attack on the U.S. Capitol um, last January, or was it? Yeah, it was last January. Uh, and talking about the operational security failures that the kind of I suppose you call them terrorists had had mm-hmm. um, done. Not
1: for sure, you can call them terrorists. Yeah. Yeah,
0: domestic terrorists. So the 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 planned attack on the U.S. cap capital um, from various various groups of uh, terrorists and uh, how how they planned it and various things. Also speaking about how even even using Signal, for example, for secure comms isn't actually as secure as you might think if you're not taking additional security measures. So like defense in yeah. depth. It was just incredibly interesting to hear about i really really enjoyed that and they they were the main talks of the day that i mean generally speaking at security conferences i don't tend to go to talks unless either my friends are speaking or there's a specific topic that i'm incredibly interested in i Mm -hmm. generally go to them to speak to people and that's one thing i did do was speak to a lot of people that as i say i hadn't spoken to in well over two years or even longer in some cases
1: yeah no for sure uh the talks i went to i went to the keynote uh with F- uh, Feddy from Corum, which was a really good keynote, actually. Uh, just kind of hi- highlighting the challenges of starting and growing businesses out, and you kind know, of when you do so, make sure that behind everything you've got, you know, something that's important to you, like uh, an ideal, you know, sort of, something that uh, no matter what you do, you, you just make sure you're always kind of uh aiming to satisfy that so i think his one was the uh, we fight bullies and uh and yeah that was good it kind of made me think a little bit about why i'm in this security game to begin with which is fundamentally just uh yeah helping making bad guys lives a little bit easier uh harder harder, harder.
0: <laughs> not easier <laughs>
1: not easier not easier hopefully not um and who else uh i went to a bit of a random talk um which I can't remember the name of, uh, I think it was basically just uh, Alert One. <laughs> basically, it was something that basically sounded like cross-site script and uh, that was a uh, Aleem fallen of Pentest People, I want to say, uh, Grey Rose on Twitter. And it was, it was a really timely talk for me, actually, uh, because... I'm obviously now getting into web app pen testing. I'm doing my shadows. I'm starting to write reports on our findings. Uh, and the, the the talk was basically about how do you... Uh, Better ways to demonstrate impact of of the findings uh, that that you find on a test. Um, so if you find cross site scripting rather than just popping an alert box, like is there anything you can do to demonstrate the the value a little bit more? And it gave some examples. Um, same with the cross site request forgery vulnerabilities, uh, and a couple of bits about chaining them. Some stuff about um h- how you uh should display sc- screenshots. Sounds simple, but, you know, you, you've got to make sure you're getting the, you're including the right screenshots for the right reasons, things that add value to the report. And uh, yeah, like I say, like he had a, a bunch of proof of concepts that he explained really well. And uh, I took a bunch of stuff away from it that I think will be very useful to me in the near future. So your talk, it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you said you wouldn't swear. <laughs>
0: You didn't, fucked that up. <laughs> it didn't didn't go so well, but at uh, the, at the same tried. time, you, you I did tried. try. I, I I didn't swear as often as I yeah. used to or I have in the past. and I have been trying to improve my presentation style, but because I was at home in Scotland, I think <laughs> it's just kind of kind of comfortable.
1: And no that's it. Yeah, just it just slipped out like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, go- going going back to what you were saying about iterative upon talks, it was technically part two of a talk that I gave in London about my honey POC research, and the, probably half of the talk was part of the talk that I'd given already in London, and people who were in the talk in, at security, who had been to talk in London, uh, gave me feedback and said that it was actually very good and quite quite a good kind of build upon because the talk in London was very data focused and the talk at security was very much this is how it all worked and this is all the chaos that ensued more of a kind of story than a, a statistical based mm. talk so
1: yeah that's the impression I got um, from it I wasn't in London but I've obviously heard you talking about it and I'm pretty sure I watched the video as well it was online and uh, yeah, yeah really cool talk uh, enjoyed it a lot um, I think You've already mentioned Tia, so that's pretty much all the talks that I went to. But yeah, overall, as far as conferences go, uh, I, had, I had an absolute great time. And we had a really nice drive down
0: and back as well, which, which always helped. Yeah. Up and back, not down. Up and back, up. To, whatever. We, we go we go down to Sheffield <laughs> and we go up to Dundee. <laughs> that's it.
1: And fingers crossed we'll be doing that for SteelCon. For SteelCon, yeah. Later in the year,
0: yeah. yeah. But well, uh, talking SteelCon for a second, so SteelCon was your first security conference, and it SteelCon was. also happened to be, the, the last time we were at SteelCon was when we came up with the idea for OuijaCast.
1: It was, so I guess it's kind of very f- full circle. Maybe we'll have new ideas <laughs> when we yeah. drive down to SteelCon. <laughs> Maybe that's where we do our best work, and a drive down to it could, it Sheffield. It could well be. Yeah. Speaking of which, I suppose we can have a little discussion about Ouija cast and what the future holds so we've obviously we're not not not,
0: going anywhere folks don't worry we're not 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 not. finishing even though after every couple episodes Dave goes fuck (laughs) this not doing it anymore and Andy goes no you are doing it you're not leaving
1: yeah um so yeah I'm not sure if I've ever really discussed it on the on a podcast I may yeah, have we. done, but uh I get yeah m- m- massive anxiety with anything that I put into the public domain, so sometimes doing these casts can it can take a little bit out of me, but thankfully, I've got my my man Andy here to keep me on the straight and narrow, keep me. I wouldn't say the straight and, the, and narrow, the,
0: but I've I, I, I d- <laughs> d- definitely drag you through the mud to bring you back up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe more accurate, uh, but yeah, d- definitely is. it causes me a little bit of a bit of anxiety. But like anything, it's it's good to push through, it. and uh, I mean, without it, I'm not I'm not exactly sure where I would be either. Uh, it's definitely helped me a lot throughout my career so far, and uh, every single person I speak to brings some value uh, to to my life and my career, and. I'd want to continue that, so yeah, well, uh, here's the future guests um that we'll bring in. We know one or two that we're we're looking at and we want to speak to, and we're maybe going to consider where we're talking about maybe slightly changing the format a little bit, but we don't have anything set in stone, yeah, if there's anything, I think people listening to this cast would like to see or hear more of or people they like us to speak to um do get in touch through the Twitter channels and we can have a discussion about it and that would be cool you were saying about maybe we should consider diversifying other mediums
0: yeah I talked about this on the kind of precast diversifying to other mediums so we've discussed in the past and we did try streaming so the Dan Card's episode was streamed and it wasn't the I, I don't want to say it was the most organised cast that we've done because it was far from it but it was certainly a different medium of doing it and we could do similar. There was, certainly from speaking to people at security conferences, because I go to a lot of them and also speak to quite a lot of people, the the kind of enjoyment of streams seems to be on the up and certainly over Lockdown, people have had a lot of interest Mm. in streams. I know that you're not particularly comfortable doing stuff live, so it's something that we can discuss um, at some point, but either pre-recorded streams or something else would be quite good fun. We also, you and I, have spoken about doing... Rather than learning about people's stories, maybe having like challenges and things, try other bits and pieces. All of these things take setup, so they all take time. But mm, for sure, things that we can certainly consider. And what you were saying about getting other guests on the cast, hundred percent. This the the format of the podcast isn't going away because I think it's very much enjoyed by people that listen. We've got a regular listener base now, and and I've certainly. I mean I, I I wouldn't say I'm a not very recognizable person in security cuz I'm pretty pretty well known but certainly I've been voice recognized on multiple calls which is pretty <laughs> interesting.
1: Yeah, I've had uh, one or two experiences of that and it's quite unusual. Had someone pop up to me in security like who knew my name without me knowing who they were. That that was a bit unusual. Uh, not remotely trying to say that I'm well known or famous. But um but it's interesting maybe within at least uh, within Scotland. Uh, that I know you. I know your voice. Of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the two annoying, loud, sweary Scotsmen <laughs> that bring you security, uh, security news. Uh, I think Last that might should... be something we might want to kinda of discuss with kinda of future casts is I know there's a lot of casts out there that will maybe do things more focused on news but uh, of kinda of current goings on, but maybe we can make a couple of segments or, or cut out ten minutes of an episode to maybe discuss one topic that's kind of going on at the moment and getting getting our guest takes on it Uh, i think that might be quite cool um
0: yeah maybe cool new
1: cool new hacks um new compromises
0: i think it'd be interesting because the, the the guests that we have on the podcast aren't necessarily offensive security or defensive focused so the perspective on certain topics could be particularly interesting for example if there's a hot new breach or something like, for example, mm-hmm. Nvidia or Samsung, two two breaches recently. Seeing it from an offensive security perspective, a defensive security perspective, and possibly even a risk perspective, depending on who the guests that we have on, it would be quite quite insightful. Obviously, there there are two point in time things, but there's there's breaches that happen every single day, and for sure. things that are going on. So
1: yeah, new vulnerabilities and stuff as well. Uh, there's was it Dirty Pipe. Dirty pipe uh, indeed. The yeah. new one, um, privilege uh, escalation, I guess. Uh, isn't it? Isn't is uh, Isn't it? Effectively. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, no, that's always good. Uh, Pawn kit has been great fun <laughs> for doing CTFs where you get user flag and that's maybe a box that's like a year old and you're like. Mm. I need to go out, <laughs> so I'm just going to pwnk get this, root flag, and gone.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> it's been pretty sweet. I feel sorry for all the people that have maybe built that CTF. You know, very specific avenues to, to, to exploit it. And then the next week, a <laughs> vulnerability comes up, which is pretty much guaranteed privilege escalation. I guess they need to Go back and fix fix their boxes. Yeah, hot fixes. So one of the things that's quite interesting
0: about that in particular. So one of the things that I, I I don't do anymore, and I've not done in a while, but um, cyber defense exercise or CDX, which is an event run in conjunction with gosg University. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to build their CTFs. I would build a vulnerable virtual machine, uh, usually the night before. But used used to be like, (laughs) oh, we've got a year to do this. Yep, I'll build a VM. It'll be fine. And it comes the week before, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll build it on Wednesday. I think it'll be on Saturday and it comes to the Friday night. I'm like, well, this VM's going to have to get built on Friday to be ready for Saturday. But talking about alternative routes, more often than not, I'll build in multiple routes to get to specific flags and things. But there's been occasions where people have found alternative routes because they've just been like not going down the prescribed route and still finding stuff. So it's always really interesting to see how people approach things. Like for if sure. it's pre-boot attacks, if it's single user mode, if it's all like... Not hardening a, a VM properly and enabling single user mode is a, a straight route to root quite a lot of the time, but that's on most mostly Unix-based machines, not so much Windows. Mm. But it's, it's always, always pretty interesting. But yeah, going going back to the the topic because we're, we're going off on on uh, tangents here. <laughs> uh, having more focus sections of the cache would be something probably worth doing, and just having a bit of a an like an interesting uh, tangent pair per cast.
1: yeah i would agree yeah and keep it kind of topical for the moment so yeah we've got plenty of ideas i think the key thing will be just trying to actually do some casts because we've not done a lot of that this year um we have discussed whether or not we'll be able to kind of continue doing a monthly episode we might be able to i think it would really just depend when stars align for our our guests and uh, on and their workloads, basically. But uh, we'll we'll get them out when we can get them out. But all, all we know for certain is there's much more to be discussed, and there's many more interesting people out there. And thankfully, there we we know a few of them are willing to give us their time and discuss their experiences, like they've done. Uh, the rest of our guests have done on the rest of the casts. So um, excited for the future! Excited to see where we'll be in another. Two and a half, three years time, uh, as well. And uh, we look forward to bringing you, yeah, more sweaty Scottish nonsense.
0: (laughs) It's enjoyable though. It's Uh, sweaty Scottish enjoyable nonsense. Like we were, (laughs) Dave was saying earlier on, we were on the drive up to Dundee. That (laughs) all the people that listen to the podcast, like Dave's dad. Hey, Dave's dad, you're listening to this episode. It's great. Like, Uh, hi, hi, dad. uh, But I have like colleagues and things that listen to, it and I've got people that listen to. Well, we've got people that listen to it all over the world. It's really interesting. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I like lots. I like that we've got such a diverse listener base. And I've tried sure, to tone yeah. back my obtuse offensiveness because making it tasteful rather than tasteless. Oh. You're not grown. not just not just mowing cunts down. Uh.
1: <laughs> we got all the way to th- I may even have to beat that out like got all the way to thirty minutes just before the cast ends and he drops a C bomb. Uh, oh well. It, it wouldn't be
0: a Ouija cast without a C bomb.
1: <laughs> you tried. There was an attempt. There was there was an attempt. So um I think we're only gonna keep this a short one. Um, you've heard us talk. Uh, at length during the first three episodes and uh, we might come back and do another one of these short ones from time to time when maybe we can't manage to fit a guest in but uh, this was your episode 25 would you yeah. cast update episode and we'll be back in the next couple of months with another guest
0: that was so suspenseful there dave we'll be back William in a few time. months
1: <laughs> after this with another break. guest after this commercial <laughs> break
0: <Da-na-na>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it So, uh, anything else you want to, to add before we sign off
0: I just want to say thank you to everyone so far well actually two things, I want to say thank you to everyone so far who's listened to the podcast because it's fantastic it's great to have feedback I also want to make a special mention to Kevin Shieldrake so Kev Shieldrake uh pinged Ouija cast a couple of weeks ago saying that he'd listen to every single episode back to back, <laughs> which is fucking amazing.
1: Like And not good for your health. Not good for your health.
0: <laughs> fucking amazing. And I hope to have him on the podcast at some because he he so we've had Steve Wilson on the on the cast now twice. He and Steve Wilson know each other really well and I all the times that I've spoken to Kev or Steve and, or or both of them together some phenomenal stories between the two of them but I think it'd be really interesting to have Kev on to hear about how he got to where he is today and all the bits and pieces in between. Well there you
1: go you've been conscripted Kev Yeah, (laughs) conscripted fuck. (laughs) Conscripted (laughs) into into cast. so um, yeah no 100% sounds good to me I think anyone that's able to stomach back to back episodes of of our podcast uh, deserves uh, to come on and and have a chat it's
0: not it's not <laughs> so. a challenge by the way for any fucking psychopaths out there you're just gonna listen to it back to back
1: you know what yeah you know, yeah yeah if you can manage and and provide evidence <laughs>
0: <laughs> show you're working please
1: <laughs> just a picture like you just we need a picture of your face just showing like the bags under your eyes and <laughs> <laughs> the million yard stare that says you've just listened to every episode of ouija cast in a short period
0: of time Oh well, when we get to 50 episodes, that should be like a badge i I endured 50 episodes with Dave and Andy <laughs> a challenge coin <laughs> Oh, we absolutely could. I mean that'd be terrifying, but
1: maybe hey, one day uh, one we g cast challenge coin we'll see that that's the goal that's the goal uh, but yeah, in the meantime, thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you soon for another episode.
0: Oh, a timely siren as well.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> no, we got through thirty minutes. Like,
0: oh, well. pretty good. Well, <laughs> I've I've been Andy. I've been Dave. Thanks for listening to Ouija Cats again.
1: Bye. Bye.